to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? The blackest dies. Oh, God. Come on! You're hearing my voice. It's the Skewered Universe podcast. We are back. I say we because <gasps> what's this? I spy. My co-host has returned. Leanne is back. Yay! Round of applause. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you. So glad to be back. I'm glad to have you back. So, how you been? Let the people know how you've been doing. I've been okay. Good. Good. You know, life stuff. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Don't need to get into specifics, but uh, we're glad to have you back. Thank you. It's it's weird when you're not here and I have to do these on my own. <laughs> because then I realize just how little work I actually put in in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are back. We are going to discuss the movie tonight and we're doing that tried and true method of watch a little bit, talk a little bit watch a little bit, talk a little bit. But before we get into the movie, is there anything that you have been watching lately that would be interesting to talk a little bit about? Uh, you know, I, I've been watching Shadow and Bone over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good series, so I can see why you would go back to it. It's so good. I'm really excited that they're coming up with the season two. I want to know if certain characters actually hook up. Oh, I know. That's that's the one thing you want to know. Yes. I know, because when you had me watch the series with you, you went back and started it over. After I complained about, there's too many characters to know. I don't know what's going on. Okay, to be fair, when I started watching it, I felt the exact same way, and I actually restarted it a few times. Really? To try and understand exactly what I was seeing. Okay. Because I didn't understand the type. I didn't know what I was getting into. I just knew it looked cool and wanted to okay. watch it. Okay, and I was like, sense. okay, wait, who says, wait, okay, their, their thing is capitalized, but the other one isn't. So that means, and I was sitting there like trying to do mathematic <laughs> equations, trying to figure out what was going on. But if you just let it run its course, it explains everything to you. Yeah. That's, that's essentially what I figured out after I was done bitching. You're like, <laughs> you explained to me, you're like, hold on. You don't need to worry about everyone they're showing you. No. There's a core group. Just let it play out. Yes. They'll they'll cut it down and you'll know who to who to follow and that's it. Yes. And it actually turned out to be really fun. 
It's so good. So when season two comes out, I'm excited to see where they go. Yes. Anything? Anything else? I don't know if there's anything else you've watched. Cause... Well, you know, for my my work, my boss likes to do movie discussions. Oh, that's right. Group. Yes. Yeah. And of course, this time it was canceled, even though I had watched all four <laughs> movies. <laughs> and uh, let's see, the first one was Inception that we watched. We really liked that really one. Really good. Really good. Really good. People I, said it was confusing, but it lays everything out. Yeah, it's very, when you think about it, it's a very simple plot. It really is. The one regret I have is not seeing it in a theater. I can see why. Because it's one of those, it's a smart movie, but it's a spectacle movie at the same time. Exactly. You need to see it on a big screen to get the full picture. See what I did there? (laughs) Oh, and the other movies. Uh, Let's see. The Octopus one. My Octopus Teacher. My Octopus Teacher. The reason I can't remember what it's called is because my boss likes to make up her own movie titles for things. (laughs) (laughs) So we actually couldn't find it at first. We were like, well, wait a minute. It's telling us it's really called this. That was a heartbreaker. Should not have watched it. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, beautifully made, but so heartbreaking. Well, you know, in my personal life, I'm going through some things. <laughs> you know, my mom passed away in March and been dealing right. with some very, very big feelings. And my boss had recommended this movie to me. And I thought, oh, that's great. I, I love Octopus, says I. and i love touching things and she warned me it is kind of sad and i I was prepared for it to be sad but it turns out it was more sad than i was expecting and i was at one point i was ugly crying and screaming at the tv how could you how could you (laughs) there's there's one particular sequence that just and I that's the one you're speaking of. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself, but it's definitely one I would say you should watch. It's really cool. It really is. So anyway, uh, you know, sad movies aside, the other one was Billy Holiday, United, United States, States against Billy, Billy Holiday. Yeah. That was really good. That was what I saw of it, and I knew most of what was going on because I was looking at Wikipedia to learn more about Billy Holiday because I didn't know shit. Yeah. About. Yeah. So that was good. So wait, was that four movies? That was three. Oh! Palm Springs. Palm Springs. I really, repre- I really appreciated that movie. I'm thinking maybe we need to... Cover it? Yeah. I think we need to give it another watch and cover it. Because okay. it, it's worthy. It's well done. I mean, Andy Samberg is great. All the acting was really good. It, it's it's a concept that's been done before, but the way they do it, it's kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. Right to the point, no extra complicated right. storyline. It is what it is, and you're just on the journey with them. They didn't go into an explanation or try to break down, well, it all started back when. Or, oh, here's this convoluted, over-the-top explanation that you need to have 42 degrees to understand. <laughs> no, it was like... Let's get right to the point. This is a premise everyone has seen. So we're just going to get into the story and go. And I appreciated that. But the entire movie is great. Yes. I didn't know what to expect. Do you want to explain what the premise is? 
Yeah. I'll say it very short and quick. It's a time loop movie. Yeah. So think Happy, Happy Death, Death Day. Day, Groundhog Day, uh, that Tom Cruise movie, Day After Tomorrow, which I'll never watch because I don't care for Tom Cruise. Same. Oh, I know. Big spoiler there. I don't fucking like Tom Cruise. Ooh. Come at me. Come at me. <laughs> I don't like Tom Cruise. I don't like Scientology. Oh, shit. Skewered Universe is going to blow up now because I'm not Scientologist coming after me. John Travolta is going to show up at my door asking me to massage him. <laughs> <laughs> that took an awkward turn. I feel like that's a weird fantasy that you've had on your own. No. <laughs> no, I've never once thought of him coming up to the door going, Hey, Mr. Jeff, could you rub me down? But don't touch my pussy finger. Anyway. <laughs> oh, and yes, I know that's his character from Greece. I fucking hate that movie, Greece. Anyway. Anything else you'd like to share? Um, I also like to rewatch Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Yes. Very well done. That's one I that's one of the main ones I have in the background playing. Yeah. It's it's good. It's so well done. I didn't expect it to be as good as I'm like, they're coming back to the story to show as a prequel years after the original. But it flows so seamlessly. You can watch that and then watch the original Dark Crystal right after. And you get everything. Absolutely. Because now you've learned about Thra and all the different clans of Gelfling and the Skeksis and the Mystics and it's just this huge universe. We love Deet. Deet is adorable and so innocent. Yes. And let's not forget Hup. <laughs> the podling Hup. With a spoon. He is the best paladin. Aww. <laughs> Aww. He really is. Drink water since I didn't get anything to flavor vodka with. <sighs> or mix with vodka, not flavor. <sighs> Are you sure you're not already drunk? <laughs> Positive. Positive, I think. Let me check. Nope, I'm not drunk. I don't know you what You just checked your pulse. Yeah, I don't know what checking <laughs> my pulse has to do, but. Uh... Anyway, I have a couple of things. <laughs> I watched the recently released. Netflix series, Masters of the Universe Revelation. Showrunner Kevin Smith was highly involved in this. It is sort of a sequel series to the original Masters of the Universe cartoon that I watched as a kid in the 80s, that I fucking loved. And goddamn, this series is great. If you're a fan of the original, I say watch this, but I am going to say this, because so many people have gotten pissed off because they felt they were lied to about the story because Kevin Smith said we're bringing back He-Man it's a story about other characters it is a female centric story another person's journey He-Man is a side character in that story it totally fucking works but so many people are butthurt because we were told we were getting He-Man we were supposed to get He-Man he lied hey take your daddy issues and whatever other thing you have Go talk to a therapist, okay? Stop bitching online over a cartoon. It was solidly Get a done. podcast instead! Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that, because I don't need any more fucking competition, okay? Because there's a new podcast every goddamn day. <laughs> 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 
but yeah, I, I there was a lot of backlash about it. They felt Kevin Smith misrepresented what they were doing. I don't think he did. That is my opinion. But it was really good. I have been on a huge AEW kick. <laughs> because I love pro wrestling and I'm a big fucking nerd. And Rampage debuted last night. And it was fucking awesome. One hour wrestling shows work so well. It was, here's the first match. Here's some segments. Here's the next match. Quick segment, main event, boom, done. And it left me going, I want more. So I'm excited for the next show, which is next Friday, the 20th, at the United Center in Chicago, dubbed the first dance. And this is the rumored debut of CM Punk at that show. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. If you love pro wrestling, fucking watch AEW, goddammit. Stop watching WWE. They don't give a shit about you. They, they don't do care not. about the fans. They don't care. Nope. And they don't care about their wrestlers because they've released over a hundred the past two years. Fuck them. <laughs> That's my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of people agree with you. Yeah, there's a lot. But then it has their defenders. Like, well, what would you expect them to do if they're not using them? then don't sign them in the first place. Don't hoard talent to where you get to a position where you have to release a bunch of people. And then give them, uh, what is it? They have non-compete clauses. Yes. I'm hoping the ones that were released from NXT all have the 30-day so they can go somewhere quick and start working again. Any of those released from the main roster, some of them are coming up at the end of their 90 days very soon. So we'll see what happens. Trying to think if there is anything else. I started watching Loki on Disney Plus, which I'm really enjoying. I know you're not a big Marvel universe person, so I don't. <laughs> I don't expect you to sit through a series you're not <laughs> interested in and watch it. It's you know, superheroes are not really my thing. Yeah, like you like the Spider-Man movies. Yes, you like the Batman movies. Yes, you like the you like more. Bleh, bleh, bleh. See if I can talk. Have I been drinking? What is this? Give this water a smell and tell me if it's vodka or not. I don't know. <laughs> you like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes. I think you appreciate the first one, but it's not your... You prefer the second over the first. Yes. Which I... To me, they're both almost equal, but 2 just edges it out. And that's simply because of Kurt fucking Russell. I wouldn't even say it just a little bit edged it out because that's the movie you put on repeat. You don't put on the first one. You put on the second one. The reason I don't put on the first one is I've seen the first one a lot already. You've seen the second one a lot already. I haven't seen the second one nearly as many times as I've seen the first one. Ah. Uh. <laughs> that's just facts. Because when it released on demand several years ago, I watched it the first time. And then I watched it again. And then I think I watched it four more times after that. And we're now in. So I've watched the second one almost as many times as the first. But that's it for me. I don't think there's anything else. Oh, you know what? I do want to bring up real quick. That one movie. You gotta give me more. Um, Green Inferno? Green Inferno, yes. 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 I mean, we don't have to go into a discussion, but I do want to say we watched it and we really liked it. Yes. I've heard people say it's not a great movie. This is, this was not made as Oscar bait. This was not made as some 
you know, director's masterpiece. It was legit. They had people, the tribes there, being actors. Yeah. They asked them, do you want to do a movie? They were like, what's a movie? They explained it to them, showed them the original Cannibal Holocaust, and they laughed because they thought it was a comedy. (laughs) I'm like, that is great. Okay, they have a great sense of humor. And for me, it worked. Eli Roth did exactly what he set out to do. It's, here's this group of privileged American students thinking they can go in to this area, and I think it was South America, and try to save these people from being, you know, demolished, and the rainforest being cut down, and this and that. And they crossed into some shit they didn't understand. It was, I liked it. The, the effects were great. The story was, was decent. Everything about it. The gore effects were amazing. Notch. And it also had some humor in there, like the one girl who had to just take a shit in front of everybody. Like, I can't hold it in anymore. She just drops trowel, and all you see is her face grunting as she's shitting. And everybody's like, oh, oh, why here? Thinking, where else is she going to go? You're in a fucking cage. But, yeah. Green Inferno. I don't want to say it's a fun watch. Because it's, it's definitely... A, it's not, not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun for everyone. Yes. You have to go into it with the mindset of... This is somewhat over the top and appreciate it for what it is. If you're someone that gets offended by gore or you're thinking the tribe is being exploited, don't watch it. It's not for you. This is for like hardcore horror fans who know, maybe have seen Cannibal Holocaust or know about the controversy behind it, but I had fun watching it. Yes, it's... (laughs) It's so fucking hot in California. <laughs> God damn. I'm sitting here sweating and I'm just like, ugh. I wasn't going to address it when I see you so uncomfortable. I'm like, damn, it's hot. <laughs> Global warming's real, motherfuckers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I think that solves our banter portion for the show. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone on almost 20 minutes of banter. <laughs> our catch-up, our banter. I didn't we know doing? we scheduled banter. No. I'm just trying to segue so we get to the movie before it gets too late tonight. <laughs> Although, I think you're excited for this one. I am. You originally came to me and said, are there any horror films that you've seen that I haven't? And I couldn't think of anything. So we got on Shutter and decided to start looking. And I actually found one that I have seen that you have not. And yes. it's over the top. That I remember. I watched it a long time ago once and went, what the fuck is this? So now I have to share it with you. And that movie she's talking about is the 1973 film, The Baby. There wasn't enough room in Toyland to escape the terror that rocked Baby's cradle. I notice you call him Baby, and the case history doesn't show any other name. What is his real name? Just Baby. To Baby, life was not a giant playpen. It was a living hell. He wasn't allowed to walk, he wasn't allowed to talk, but he was capable of it. Baby is a full-grown man trapped by three women with no way out. Damn you. 
you should have let them take him. Alba, you're not talking about that circus. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put him in a sideshow. We should have said yes. You're calling your brother a freak. Oh, Mama. I just thought it'd be better that way. Three. Four. Close the door. I just wanted to face you one more time to tell you that you're sick. You're the one who needs help, not baby. That's just so much horse. You want him for yourself. Well, agency or no agency, you ain't gonna get him. Because baby belongs to us. No, to me. He belongs to himself. He's not the subhuman thing you've made him. International release, starring Angelette Comer, Ruth Roman, Mariana Hill, Suzanne Zenor, and David Manzi as Baby. Rated PG. Indeed. Directed by Ted Post, written by Abe Polsky, and starring Angelette Comer, Ruth Roman, Mariana Hill, Suzanne Zenor, Todd Andrews, Michael Pataki. And a bunch of other people that have not heard of Oscars. You want to give a synopsis? <laughs> we can do a brief synopsis here. So this movie, it comes up. A social worker still reeling for the loss of her architect husband investigates the eccentric, psychedelic Wadsworth family, consisting of a mother, two daughters, and an adult son with the apparent mental capacity of an infant. From 1973, The Baby. <laughs> Maybe there is something in my water. I don't know. No, so, yeah. I think you're just nuts. <laughs> that's that's also very true. So yeah, we're gonna watch the baby, and we'll come back in fifteen minutes. We'll come back in fifteen, but you guys won't know it's fifteen minutes. Exactly. You're gonna get a brief intermission, and then we'll be right back. Ooh, spooky. It's intermission, it's intermission. It's intermission, it's intermission. Ice cream, candy, lemonade, too. And there's a hot dog waiting for you. The popcorn's popping and it's ready to go. You know all the great food is still in the show. Get up out your seat and get yourself a tasty treat down at the snack bar. Snack bar. Like a pizza with a ice cold cola. Get up out your seat and get yourself a tasty treat down at the snack bar. Snack bar. It's intermission, it's intermission. 
All right, so we are 15 minutes into the baby, and I'm already enjoying the weird fucking 70s vibe of this movie. <laughs> I'm not sure who's going to end up being more fucked up. The family of baby, or fully grown man baby, who acts like an infant, or the social worker who is there to oversee their case. And is showing up way too frequently and starting to bond with Baby as if it's her own child? Well, if you notice, she's also testing him a little bit. Yeah. She's... And she's noticing he's a little bit more intelligent than she first thought. Yeah. So it makes you wonder exactly what's going on. Now, now, why don't you tell me how you feel about uh, the zodiac sign of the social worker? <laughs> she's a Scorpio. And apparently she's the dumbest fucking Scorpio that's <laughs> ever lived. She at one point tells one of the daughters, Oh, I'm a Scorpio. We're cautious. And we both went, what? Yeah, we went, what? And the daughter leans in and goes, Just so you know, Scorpios aren't cautious. They're dangerous. I'm like, thank you for saying something. To correct this idiot. <laughs> but so far, it's weird. A little unsettling. Well, the uh, the oldest daughter did offer to take her hiking. Yeah, which was weird. She goes, do you enjoy physical exercise or something along those lines? I'm like, are you like, trying to hit on her or something? What the hell? Are you trying to get rid of her? Because she's been making eyes at her the whole time like, you fucking bitch. Well, if you if you remember, one of the caseworkers went missing. Oh, I didn't catch that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed that. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't catch that. Yeah, the uh, the guy, her boss, I think, was telling her um, about no one has really made headway with this or something, and she says, "Well, no, there was that one person, but they disappeared." He okay. goes, "People disappear all the time," and she's like. No, they don't. Okay, I'll tell you why I missed that. Because her boss immediately looked familiar to me. Mm -hmm. He's like, I know that guy. I've seen his face. He was in the Twilight Zone. And I know what episode. It was the episode where that guy built the bunker. And all his oh. neighbors. He was one of the neighbors trying to get in. Ooh. No mustache. I was like, wait a minute. I recognize that guy's face. I recognize his voice. That so that's episode. why I missed that. So I was like, holy shit, I gotta make sure. Yeah, so far, I'm into it. Of course, then it's it's not hard. If you tell me, hey, there's a weird 70s horror movie <laughs> about a weird family with a grown man baby, like, I'm in. I'm always in for weird 70s shit. Then you're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah. Let's get back to it. Let's. Alrighty. We'll talk to you guys in just a bit. And I won't say spooky this time either.
right, so that's another 15 minutes in, and this movie is getting even weirder. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love it. We have a social worker who's grieving her dead husband. They have no children. They have no children. And I think her attachment to baby is a little more that she doesn't have a child. And she's... It's coming from a good place, I feel, but there's also still a part of it that's kind of fucked up. Like, she's really bonding with this man-child. But, uh... Ooh. The How do you feel about the babysitter? Oh. The babysitter. Let's Let's start there. Our babysitter who's on the phone with her boyfriend, and he's asking if she's wearing panties. Don't I always? <laughs> it's like, and before she hangs up, she goes, okay, for you, I'll make sure I'm not, and I'll make sure they're off. And then she just walks away. <laughs> walks away, goes upstairs to care of her baby, because he's crying. Which his diaper was wet. Changed his diaper. I thought it was going to be a little more graphic than what we saw. Thank God it wasn't. Still weird. And then she lets him out to play. And he goes right for the tit. Yeah. And she ultimately gives in and lets baby suckle on her tit. And then she's caught by mom and the two sisters, or mom and her two daughters, whatever, however you want to phrase it. And they beat the shit out of her and tell her, if you say anything, we'll press charges. He's mentally handicapped and you committed a criminal offense. <laughs> Throw her out. Bloodied and beat the fuck up. <laughs> Just take her out of the house. One thing I did appreciate in that scene is the obvious stunt woman. <laughs> so our babysitter has sort of a straight red, almost like a bob cut. The stunt woman had like this feathered blonde wig. So it was obviously not the same person. <laughs> but it is the 70s, so they're like, eh, close enough. Nobody will catch it. Well, in 2021, we're going to catch it. <laughs> and it's funny because at one point, the social worker is talking to the youngest daughter. She's like, I don't think you like me very much. And she's like, I don't know you. And she's like, I'm very easy to get to know. And I'm like, you're a Scorpio. If Scorpios are not, they don't lay everything out. No. <laughs> we give you little bits over time, and then eventually, if you're part of the inner circle, yes, you'll know. Yeah. If you're an outsider, fuck off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's weird. It's 70s. I'm loving every second of it. What are we looking at right now? Uh, we're looking at the social worker trying to prove to the mother that baby is capable of more and growth and development. And she suggested putting him in a clinic where he can be with other young people around his same age and he can work to grow and be better. Saying, wouldn't you allow him to do that and not stand in his way? And the mother's like, well, of course, but it's not going to amount to anything. Besides, we can't afford it. And what about the heartbreak when it amounts to nothing? What about us not having baby around? I'm like, y'all are a little too attached to this fucking man baby that I, I think you're stunting him for some whatever fucked up reason. I don't know, but there's weird shit going on. I don't know if at some point he's going to start sucking on some other person's titty. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. It's the 70s. You never know. 
I I almost thought we were gonna see a weird baby on babysitter rape scene. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. One, it is the seventies. This movie was made in seventy three. Two, it would it definitely started to have those vibes when he was just caressing her chest aggressively. Like, what the fuck is going on? I thought we were going to see a moment of clarity and he was just going to go for it. But no, no, it didn't go there. I'm actually glad it didn't, because I don't want to see man-baby rape scenes. <laughs> okay, I'm not a fan of rape scenes in general, but this one would have been a little worse if that happened. All right. I think we're going to continue on. Yes. <laughs> we'll get back to you guys in a few. Super spooky. And... <laughs> you know, I say one little thing going into this, and now I'll never live it down. <laughs> All right. We'll be back after these commercial messages. They're ready, folks. For refreshment that is great. If it's early or it's late, it's, it's Orange Crush. Orange Crush, the drink that's extra good. Fresh fruit flavor. That's for me. It tastes better. Naturally. Orange Crush. Orange Crush. Get some right away. And we're back. Wow. Wow. You picked a winner. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yay. What it do is, I win? It is getting so much more weird. <laughs> We've learned that baby's mother and sisters use a goddamn cattle prod to punish him. Well, not just to punish him. To keep him from standing or walking or talking to strangers. Yep. Negative reinforcement to keep him in an infantile state. What else do they do to him, Jeff? Uh, apparently, I'm assuming she's the oldest sister, sleeps with him in the crib. Uh, we didn't get anything explicit except her dropping her nightgown and, and getting, getting on top of him. him. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is one fucked up family. It's fantastic. Our social worker, Anne, got removed from the Wadsworth case because they filed a complaint with her boss. Mm -hmm. She went and confronted them, saying she was going to turn them over to the public guardian. They weren't having it. And then the mom calls, asking her to call back so they can invite her to baby's birthday party and apologize for the way they behaved, which is all a fucking ploy. I've seen enough movies to know it's all a fucking ploy. But she went there anyway. She went there anyway and is now getting hit on by a fucking stoner who called himself a skin freak. He's basically Buffalo Bill. Yeah. He walks up and goes, I want to pay you a compliment. You have amazing skin. Goes, Don't tell me you're a dermatologist. No, I'm just a skin freak. <laughs> that's when I went, okay, Buffalo Bill. Like, if she says anything else about someone to him, and he goes, oh, wait, was she a great big fat person? Or <laughs> <laughs> if he starts talking about lotion or anything, then we know Buffalo Bill was not an original character. Somebody saw the baby. <laughs> Thomas Harris saw the baby and then wrote Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> incorporating <laughs> elements of random stoner guy at baby's birthday party. Which, 
let's be clear, this is not a child's birthday party in any sense. No, it's basically for adults and he just gets cake. Yeah. Because he looks scared and confused and <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's it's so weird. It is so 70s and I'm loving every second of it. It's definitely a what the fuck yeah, type of movie. Like, just, you think things are going to kind of normal out maybe a bit? Like, okay, she's going to go through the legal <laughs> channels, and then, nope, it's like, hey, here's a weird fucking birthday party. Here's a sister sleeping with her brother who thinks he's a baby because of all the fucking cattle prodding punishment he receives. <laughs> and the younger sister, I'm assuming she's younger than the supposed actress with the weird hair. Yes. She was enjoying cattle prodding baby a little too much. Yeah, and then they told him to get in the closet. Yeah, I, I don't know what that was about. Put him in the closet. What the fuck? And no payoff. Nope. We don't see him get in the closet. Nothing. So I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. We are currently at the 47 minute mark. A little bit more than halfway. Yeah, it's an hour and 25 minutes. So we're going to do another 15. We'll be back. And then we'll go from there if we're going to finish it out or if we can break it down some more. So we'll be back to talk more about the baby. Whatever other weird shit happens. Oh boy. Let's go. It's time to refresh. For your convenience, we have an attractive refreshment stand with a parade of items to tempt your taste. Hot buttered popcorn, golden good and fresh from the popper, your favorite candies, wholesome and rich and full of flavor, ice cream and other good things to eat, plus ice cold Coca-Cola. So bright, so bracing, with a taste and tingle all its own. Pause and refresh with a Coke at our convenience stand right now. Just like that, we're back. It is getting much more intense. We are still at the party. But, oh boy, this family, the Wadsworths, do not fuck around. <laughs> they switched out the drink of Anne, our social worker. And it's funny because she went from being very nice and easygoing and cautious and... Not a Scorpio. Definitely not a Scorpio. And then, all of a sudden, give her some darts. And this woman turns into, like, the Scorpio from hell. Yeah. Just competitive-ass <laughs> motherfucker. She gets bitchy. Yeah. Sassy. Like, the mother initially tried to get her to drink. She's like, oh, no, I'm not drinking. But we need to talk. It's like, oh, later. It's a party. Whatever. They see her playing darts with the younger daughter. <laughs> the mother signals to to the oldest one. I can't remember her name. Weird hair. The we thought it drink. couldn't get weirder, but oh. it did at this party. Oh, yeah. The front is all, like, curled and frizzy, and the rest is just untouched. Just straight, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. 70s were weird, man. Yeah, she ends up getting drunk, and then they take her down into a basement. Well, they pretend to take her upstairs to let her sleep it off, and then take her down in the basement and tie her up and gag her, because who knows what they're going to do to her later. Right. Weird stoner guy is trying to get laid. 
he's working way too hard. He just needs to leave. He should have just gone home and taken care of himself. <laughs> he's getting nowhere. <laughs> oh. Baby makes his way down into the basement. Yeah. He's, he's not helpful. No. <laughs> he took her gag off, but she's going, help me! I'm like, you know he can't do shit. He's not going to be able to untie you and be like, hey, hang on, I will rescue you, because all of a sudden, I am normal. Let's go. <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen. And now she's made her way into the kitchen and grabbed the knife with no hilt. I know, I know. It, it bothers me when I see people, like, I've watched so many forensic shows that I know she could hurt herself mm -hmm. if trying to stab someone with a knife that doesn't have a hilt. <laughs> she had a chance at shears, which had handles, but no. Which they blatantly showed. There was a saw, which she used to cut her the ropes on her wrist after she maneuvered her arms under her ass and legs and got them free. But they, they lingered more on these garden shears and nothing came of it. She didn't grab them on the way out. Nothing. So I'm like, that would have been perfect. Like somebody right in the eyes, right in the chest. But we will see what happens. We have about 23 minutes left. Let's just so go for it. Let's finish it out and then we'll give our final thoughts <laughs> after this weird fucking roller coaster ride comes to an end, which I have been all for since the beginning. <laughs> Time for refreshment. Refreshment. For your enjoyment, there's hot, fresh popcorn, tempting, delicious hot dogs, and so many kinds of ice cream. And of course, sparkling, delicious, ice-cold Coca-Cola for everybody at the refreshment counter now. Remember, your favorite snack will taste especially good with world-famous ice-cold Coca-Cola. Well, we just finished the baby. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? All right, let's let's just recap. Anne is able to escape in her car with baby. Mama Wadsworth and her daughters see them drive off. They go to chase her in a car. Which they didn't have before. Yes, mind you, they said earlier in the film, we don't have a car, we can't get around. So magically they just got a car? I don't know, maybe it was one of those idiots from the party they were having. I don't know. They couldn't chase her, she had a, they, she slashed one of their tires. Because as it turns out, she's a cunning bitch. Yes, yes, she thinks of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, we cut to... The social worker has baby at home. She's giving him a bath. Her and her mother-in-law are discussing. Well, before that, she had him dressed in a suit and was taking his picture. No, no, no. That that was after. Was that after? Yes. The first thing we saw was her giving him a bath. Ah. And she looked way too comfortable doing it. Like she had done it before. It was really kind of weird. So we see... You did not get that sense. <laughs> I actually just thought it was really weird that she was bathing a grown man. Let's <laughs> try not to come off weird, but yeah. Anyway. Next thing we see, she's got baby in a suit. She's, you know, talking to him like, oh, you have long pants now. 
and whatever. Her mother-in-law comes in because they're having construction done at their house to put in a pool. She makes mention that the construction guys are ready to start doing something. I think they're getting ready to pour the foundation for the pool or whatever. And Anne was like, oh, just have, have him hold off for a while. Mother-in-law goes, okay, we'll have him come back in a few days. Okay, that's weird. Maybe they want maybe to get acclimated before a lot's of noise. Whatever. She gets Baby to stand up. She takes his picture. I am missing one part because we did cut back to the Wadsworth house in between this before the picture was taken. And the daughters walk into Baby's room and the mom's just looking out the window sad and forlorn for her son. <laughs> it's like, what do you want us to do, Mama? And we'll do it. They basically hatch a scheme. They're going to find her and get Baby back. No, 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 no. I apologize. That was later. It's they were came up to tell her her bridge club was calling. Yes. And she was like, tell them when I feel better that I'll join them right now. I just want to be left alone. Yeah. So it turns out when she was taking the picture, she was doing it because she was going to send it to the family. Yeah. She ends up sending a picture of baby in his new suit standing up next to a chair with a letter basically telling her, hey, the baby you knew is gone. I'm transforming him into a grown man. And you'll never see him again. And even if some way he makes his way back to you, it'll never be the baby you know. Like, Jesus. Yeah. So at that point, Mama Wadsworth and her two daughters hatch a plan to find this bitch <laughs> and get baby back. This is after the youngest daughter had dropped the bombshell of, we should have just let him go with that circus when they came to put him in the freak show. What the fuck? Don't don't let me hear you say that again. Yes, like, Mama. Like that whole fucking family could go on the free show. Anyway, we cut tonight. These three show up to the social worker's house. They had the weirdest music playing. <laughs> the weirdest strings. It was like, supposed to be tense, but it didn't work for tension. It tension. was kind of jazzy. They had bongos yeah. and a flute. It, was, it didn't fit the scene. No. <laughs> we have the two daughters were told, you go check it out. Be back here in five minutes. And if you see signs of baby being inside, we'll all go in together. Well, of course, we all know in these movies, that's never how the plan goes. So we have large hair daughter <laughs> go to one part of the house carrying her purse, which I was like, why the fuck is she carrying her purse? Why would she need that? For her concealed weapon, duh. Yeah, because she finds baby's stuffed teddy bear on the back porch, enters the house, and pulls out a revolver from her purse. Okay, now I understand why the purse was there. We cut to an overly long scene of her making her way through the house, hearing baby crying, hearing Anne say, well, you asked for it. And she's slowly making her way upstairs. Now we cut to the younger sister. She's making her way through the house. Making her way into the house. She eventually disappears. Yeah, the the older sister with the pistol just kind of disappears. Yeah. We don't know what happened. The blonde younger sister makes finally makes her way into the house after 
going through two metal gates that apparently have the best hinges on the planet because they made no noise. And there was a dog barking, but we didn't see a dog. I didn't catch the dog barking. I'm glad uh, you caught that. Yeah, I did. She makes her way in the house. But then she disappears. And then she disappears. We've In between this, we've got cuts back to the mom sitting in the car, smoking her cigarette frantically, wondering, where the hell are my daughters? Why aren't they back yet? She decides she tired to get out waiting. and goes in. Yep. She goes... It looked like she went like down some steps into a lower part of the house. Either way, she got in the house. She's looking around for her daughters. Feels something... On the on side her, of her face. On the side of her face. When she checks, it's blood. She looks up. The big-haired daughter is dead. <laughs> She goes upstairs. Now I'm assuming where the blood was, her throat was cut. That's what it, That's looked, what it like, looked like. But... She had blood coming out of her nose. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, she's dead. Then we hear, Mama? Mama? She turns around. There's the blonde girl stumbling out of a doorway. Another room. And she turns. And there's a knife and a board on her back. <laughs> <laughs> She was supposed to have been stabbed in the back, but you could obviously see the appliance that they were using with the knife sticking through the shirt she it was It was wearing. just so stiff and straight. She's dead. Yeah. Next thing we see is Anne's coming out with a hatchet <laughs> to confront the mother. The mother, Mama Wadsworth, fights her, gets the axe. They have a chase through the house. Anne ends up grabbing a fire poker, trying to beat her. They go work their way back upstairs, and the mother-in-law comes out of a room with a meat cleaver in hand. <laughs> Anne takes a swing with the fire poker and misses. As the mom dodged out of the way and then fell over the railing of the stairs. My legs are broken! I can't move them! <laughs> she landed and broke her legs. So she can't walk. She can't walk. And the mother-in-law was about to do her in, and I was like, no, it's better this way. And we're like, it's better what, what way? Yeah, what the fuck are they going to do? Well, they tie up her hands, drag her out, all the while the mom's going, what are you going to do with my baby? What are you doing? Love, nurture, protect! <laughs> yeah, okay. They throw her into the hole that's been dug for the pool next to her two dead daughters. Which, she's already seen them dead. But then when she got thrown in there, she acted like it was a surprise again. I felt the exact same way. Like, you already knew they were dead. You saw them both. <laughs> Although I will say, the fact that they got them down there into that hole so quickly. Right. That's pretty amazing. That's that's like some high-intensity high cardio. Like, they were doing CrossFit before <laughs> CrossFit was a thing. So they bury them. But they they The mom is still the alive. The mom is still alive. She's being buried alive. In the area where their new pool is going to go. Yep. So we cut to, I'm assuming it's the next day. Mm-hmm. Here's Anne getting Baby out of what looks like a closet. Because he was bad. He was bad, so he got put in the closet. Mm, 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 mm. She says, are you going to be good? He nods. She brings him out. The mother-in-law comes out. She's like, Anne asks her, are you okay? She goes, oh, I'm fine. I'll go make some coffee. <laughs> Just another evening, you know, normal stuff. 
we see Anne starting to go into what looks like a nursery or a child's room. I'm thinking, okay, this is where she's going to leave baby. Yeah, this is his new room. We hear her go, oh, how's my little builder doing? This fucking bitch's husband got injured and is in an infantile state, too. And she's treating him. She's taking care of him, just like that family. It is a fucked up turn. And now they're one big happy family swimming in their new pool. One big fucked up family. (laughs) It's like, here's your playmate. He's back and he can stay here forever. She brings out pool toys, says, we'll use him in our new pool. And then they cut to them having a grand old time in the pool. Her with her infantile husband and her infantile, I guess, now adopted son. son. That she stole. (laughs) She stole. And. His family's corpses are underneath the pool that they're enjoying. It's it fantastic. Is such a seventies exploitation horror film. <laughs> I mean, now that you you know from the beginning, when she's like, "Oh, I thought this case was just interesting." It's like, yeah, because you were looking for a playmate for your fucking traumatized husband. It's like, what the fuck, man? The twists and turns of this movie. Okay, I am gonna say. This is by far not the best acted film ever made. Uh, no. No. The acting... (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I just enjoyed it because it's a 70s exploitation horror film that you would have seen in a grindhouse theater. And everything is just, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. The what the fucks keep piling up. (laughs) And I, I loved it. I loved it. I'm so glad. <laughs> your face, when I saw the twist ending, and you looked at me, you're just like, mm-hmm. I'm yep. Like, uh, uh. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting that. So, yeah. The Baby, 1973. That was fun. Out of five stars. Three and three quarter. Nice. Mostly because it's weird 70s shit. Yes. Like, if it wasn't as weird and twisted and so what the fucky. I I like the style of it. It's very 70s. Like, I like the, um, I like a lot of the outfits they wear. There's a lot of brown, which is my favorite color. All their interesting dresses and. Yeah. Very yeah. of the time. Yeah. Everything was very of the time. I'd give it a recommend. If you like weird 70s shit, check it out. It's on Shudder. If you have that service, watch it. (laughs) Guaranteed to have a what-the-fuck time. Yes. And if you want to make it into a drinking game, you could drink every time someone says baby. Oh, God. People are going to (laughs) die. I think at one point, one of them said baby like six times in the span of 30 seconds. (laughs) All right, so I was looking up the trivia on this movie. And yeah, I was only, wondering about that. There's only seven entries. Okay. So I'll go through them quick. So the remastered edition of the audio track is not the original track from the film. The original track contained the actual sounds made by David Mooney during the filming. The baby sounds came from his performance and not canned baby sounds. The original track must have been lost and later baby sounds were added. So the actor playing baby was making baby sounds. And the track that we hear now is not that original track. That's interesting. 
somehow somebody fucked up and lost the original audio. I don't know how you do that, but... Oh, man. So, David Mooney, who played Baby... Yes. ...observed children with special needs in special schools to research his role as Baby. Hmm. He shaved his whole body for his role as Baby. Yeah, I noticed he had a clean shave. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it implies that... His, That's what's his weird. Sisters or mom were shaving him. <laughs> I did think about that in the beginning when she, the social worker, first showed up. If I were a social worker, I would have immediately noticed that he was clean shaven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just weird. That didn't seem to bother anybody that this grown man who only acts like an infant is completely clean shaven. Yeah. So, apparently it took about a year for writer Abe Polsky to convince Ted Post to direct the film. He was initially reluctant to make the movie because he found the dark premise to be too negative. It's a horror film. Yeah. It's not It's not as negative as some films I've seen. Come on. (laughs) The producer's son played the part of the infant baby. Oh, so in all the pictures that we saw in the beginning... Which, now looking back, it was really weird that her and the mother-in-law were sitting in the dark, looking through the file of the Wadsworth baby, looking at all these photos of him as an infant, and then him as, you know, a teenager, and then him as a grown man. It's like, and I was like, ugh, y'all are fucked up. Y'all might be more fucked up than the three actual fucked relatives of the baby. Yeah. This was Todd Andrews' final film before his death on November 7th, 1972, at the age of 57. He died seven months before the film's release. Aww. I'm not sure who Todd Andrews is. I'll have to look that up real quick. Then, Ted Post was the dart player at the birthday party. So before the women started playing darts, and there was the guy there, the little short guy. <laughs> that was the director of the film. Oh. Yeah. Alright, so now I'm going to look up who Todd Andrews is, because I want to figure out who that Scrolling on IMDb, and the phone is glitching out. It's so much fun for people listening because I'm doing research live on the air. Ah, Todd Andrews was the doctor. The doctor that Anne was talking to from the school. Uh, The guy was like, I have to look very intense and inquisitive right now. (laughs) Putting his fist to his mouth in that 70s. Must look like I'm contemplating something way. Yeah, this movie, <laughs> weird, and definitely a product of the 70s. Yes. So much a product of the 70s. Yes. Oh, it was a lot of fun. I agree. A lot of fun. So definitely, if you have Shudder and you like that weird shit, if you're like me and your entire list on Shudder is basically every movie they have, you're going to enjoy this. If you don't like weird 70s exploitation horror grindhouse... Why are you listening? Yeah, exactly. Fuck you doing here? There's plenty of macrame podcasts or, <laughs> you know, I don't know, quilting for beginners podcasts. I don't know. You're, this isn't for you. This isn't for you. Skewered Universe recommend The Baby from 1973. Check it out. Now, a little bit of housekeeping before we close out here. We are in the process of finalizing our Patreon to launch. As I mentioned in the previous episode I recorded, Transmissions episodes will live there going forward. 
So at either tier that we have, I don't remember the amounts because I haven't, uh, I might be changing those soon, but the lower and then the higher tier, you'll have access to transmissions episodes. The ones that we've already released in the main feed are going to stay there. They're going to be accessed by everyone, but going forward, they're going to be behind the Patreon wall. At that second tier, you're going to get access to exclusive audio commentaries that we're going to start recording for movies. So exciting. And we were talking about this the other night, just to tease you guys a little bit. I think our first commentary that we're going to release here, probably within the next couple of weeks, with the initial launch of the Patreon, will be Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Starring William Sadler, Jada Pinkett Smith, Thomas Hayden Church, the voice of Roger Rabbit himself, Charles Fleischer, CCH Pounder, the always lovable Dick Miller, and the charismatic as fuck and devilishly handsome in this movie. Get it? Billy Zane. Yeah, we're going to do it. Keep right here. Keep listening. I'll post updates on the socials. You know where to find them. Links will be right after I finish talking here, because you're going to hear them. They'll be in the show notes. Anything you want to say before we close this out, Leanne? Suck a bag of dicks! All right. Keep enjoying that universe that's just a bit... Well, right now, it's really fucking hot, as well as pretty fucking skewered. Check out Skewered Universe Podcast at the following links. Skeweredhead.com Facebook.com slash groups slash Skewered Universe Podcast Skewereduniverse.podbean.com Twitter at SkeweredU Instagram, Skewered underscore Universe Email the show at SkeweredUniversePodcast at gmail.com